Hello, welcome to the Better Questions Podcast, where we wrestle with hard questions and seek to ask better ones. Thanks for joining in. It's been a while, and I apologize to the slow start to 2023. There are all kinds of personal reasons for this, but I want to assure you that we are getting back to our normal schedule of twice a week episodes. And uh, we got a short episode today, um, and I, I want to just give a word. A lot of you have been sending in your questions to betterquestions at eastminster.org. Thank you for the questions. Um, we've had a lot of questions regarding sexuality, ethics, uh, the LGBTQ community, and those are really great questions, and they're ones that I want to handle with great care. Um, and I, I also don't want to do um, just me in front of the mic, but with in conversation, in dialogue. So those episodes are coming um, this spring with guests that I trust uh, to handle that with great care. Um, but there is a question that came in that I thought was related to sexual ethics that I thought was an interesting question. And that's the question um, sent in by Dara. She asked the question, what about polygamy in the Bible? Does the Bible condone it? Interesting question, and I've heard this actually raised um, in, in an attempt to discredit any kind of parameters that the, the Bible may have on anything related to sexuality. They say, well, if the Bible allows for polygamy, then surely um, nothing else can be true. And part of the problem with that argument is when you read the scripture, I think a lot of people read it. Um, are, un, are, are not reading it correctly. And what I mean by that, um, Robert Alter is one of the, uh, someone who will read in seminary, just just really brilliant mind on interpretation. And he makes the case that when you read a book like Genesis, for example, and you see certain patriarchs who um, have multiple wives or who um, take, take on, you, you think of Solomon as a classic example, um, Typically, <laughs> their lives aren't going great, all right? And when you read that, just because we're reading about a certain person who may be revered in some sense, it does not mean that their behavior, case in point, the life of David, um, is condoned in a moral, ethical way. We're reading a narrative. We're reading about someone's life. We're reading a history, in a sense. And so, part of it, Alter argues, is we need to read the Bible correctly, because if you do that, you're not reading um, about um, a God who is saying this is the best way. In fact, we read quite the opposite. And both as the Old Testament trajectory leads into the New Testament, we see Jesus uh, make a case against divorce and make a really clear um, sort of paint a picture of marriage as well between a man and a woman. And so it's a it's just an interesting way um, to think about the Bible, not as just a, a proof texting and picking out very spe specific examples to make a case for, let's say, polygamy or slavery is another one that you often hear. Um, it's just a problematic way to make an argument. And you, I think it's important to establish that these Old Testament patriarchs, you take Solomon or David or um Basically, anyone elevated to the level of a king, you've got the, the judges and whatnot. Um, these were examples of men of great faith, but they weren't always examples of men of great morality. We, we, it's really easy to conflate the two, um, but the truth is we see these 
you know, Solomon was the ultimate example of a man who didn't practice what he preached. Um, David was the one who wrestled with his sin. And we see him um, pour out his heart in the Psalms. And we also see the messiness of his life. And this isn't to excuse their behavior or excuse anyone's behavior. It's simply to point out that that nowhere in the scriptures is it trying to defend their moral decisions. It's pretty clear, even in the Old Testament, that the law says, Thou shalt not commit adultery. Right? There is an ethic of marriage that was ultimately given to us by God in his creation of man and woman. Um, and so, anyway, just a little bit on that. Um, we got more of these topics coming again that I can't wait to dive into with some friends and wrestle with. But we hope you tune in next time. Again, send in your questions, better questions at eastminster.org. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Grace and peace.